Jake Warner was at the control. So sit back, relax, and check this drone out right here. Jake! Yo! Okay, here we go. So good to be back. This podcast is for the people. No, nobody knows who I am. Jake! Live from the Big Brother Bungalow in Southern California. Ready to talk a bunch of nonsense with you. I can't stand them. It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake Warner. My government name. Welcome to the show. Go to SoundCloud.com slash the Big Brother Jake Podcast. You go to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, tune in, type in the keyword search, the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Boom, you're in there. And let me, yep, done. Stop the music. Ain't messing with it no more. I, I'm really upset. And for those that were mad that I broke a California law when I was venting and being pissed off at this whole situation, thank you for looking out. Won't do it again. Won't do it again. And, you know, everybody has a – y'all were missing the the, 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 the meat of, uh, of what my vent session was. You know, I, I get it. Y'all were looking out, and that's fine. But this is a serious matter. I'm not happy about it. People think I'm being overdramatic. Maybe I am. I don't really care. I don't care. You know, selfish season 2020. I don't give a damn what you say, what you think, or whatever. This is me. This is me, not your opinion, not anybody else's. And the reason why you're listening right now to the Big Brother Jake podcast is because you want to hear what I have to say about this whole situation. I had a couple people go on and be like, well, you know, it's not a big deal. It's not this, this, and that. And, you know, that's fine. That's how you feel. This is how I feel. This is what I'm going to talk about. It's selfish season 2020. And I'm going to speak what's on my mind, not yours, my mind, and why I'm upset about this whole thing with the Houston asterisks. Yes, asterisks. Y'all are no longer the Astros. Y'all be the Houston cheaters. I may just call you Houston. You don't deserve to be called anything. And for anybody uh, that I know that lives in Houston, I'm going to tell y'all right now, the city of Houston probably won't even have me back because I don't care about the Astros. I hate the Astros. I hope, all right, look. (laughs) That's emotion taking over. Let's kick a little bit of facts right here. Uh, Major League Baseball came down with their ruling on the whole cheating scandal. Uh, as we record this yesterday, uh, Houston Astros GM Jeff Luno and manager A.J. Hinch have been suspended by Major League Baseball for one year after an MLB investigation found the team used technology to cheat during its World Series winning 2017 season. With all sources familiar with the punishment, according to Jeff Passan uh, here on Twitter, and they told ESPN all this stuff. Now, additionally, the fine is $5 million, and they lose a first and second round pick in 2020 and 2021. Now, look, that fine, $5 million is nothing. That could be a couple nights of concessions for the Houston Astros. And draft picks, and eh, draft picks are hit and miss with any sport, but in baseball especially, because those draft picks probably won't play the next five years. And yeah, it could affect them down the road or whatever else. But it's deeper than that. And the owner of the Houston Asterisks, Jim Crane, said, look, I'm going to wash my hands of this clean. I'm just going to go ahead and fire A.J. Hinch and GM Jeff Luna." And he also said that this World Series that they won is not tainted at all. <laughs> it's not tainted. I get it. 
you wash your hands now. You knew a year ago this was going down. But to save face, you get rid of your GM and your manager to save your own ass. And I have people from Houston that I know, and they're telling me, Jake, I don't give a damn what people say about this cheated World Series. This World Series brought the city together after all the floods and everything. Okay, I get that. I get that. But for every, for every story, there's three sides. His side, her side, and the truth. I'm only going to speak about my side and how I feel about things. And the truth is the truth or whatever. But... People here in Los Angeles aren't happy about what happened, okay? (laughs) I hear people, even Dodger fans are telling me, Jake, man, let it go. Let's look forward. Let's move on. How am I going to move on? 2017 was a crazy year. My friends and I that are Dodger fans, we're texting each other during the game, and we're, you know, we're really like, Man, this is crazy what's going on here. We have a chance to win the World Series. And I know Kershaw's a choker, according to people, and you, Darvish, you know, this, that, and the other. But let me just, let me just explain how this tainted-ass World Series by the punk-ass Houston asterisks affected a lot of things for Dodger fans. I'm speaking from a Dodger fan point of view. Now, I'll give you an example. In 1988, and it's known, and I've said this on the podcast, I have not been close with my father when he was alive. We didn't have a lot of uh, loving times. We don't have a lot of memories. We had a falling out, and we made up before he passed away. Plain and simple. But there's one time, one time that I remember we were closer to close. And it was the 1988 World Series. Kirk Gibson, y'all know it, bum knee, wasn't even supposed to play. They really needed a pinch hitter. My dad As I'm sitting next to him, he's in this lazy boy. I'm sitting on the floor, damn near crying because I thought my Dodgers were going to lose the World Series game, game one. And he says it, Kirk Gibson's going to hit the homer. I'm like, Dad, look at his knee. He swung and fell down. Boy, listen to me. I know what I'm talking about. Kirk Gibson's going to hit that home run. And sure enough, Kirk Gibson hits the home run, does that little fist pump around the bases, And that's the last memory I have of a championship team. But it brought my dad and I very close that night. And we sat there. My dad showed zero emotion. Like, he would laugh and have fun. But when it came to sports, he only got mad. He never got happy. He got out of his chair and was cheering and jumping up and down. Now, for those that know my dad, they know he didn't do that a lot. He picked me up, and he was hugging me, and we had a great memory. And then the Dodgers won, and he bought me championship gear, and life was good. So for that summer slash fall, my dad and I had a very close relationship. And it was all because of the Dodgers. So I go on Twitter, and I want to see what Dodger fans have to say about some of this stuff. There's 
a female that uh, tweeted out. I don't want to like give her uh, Twitter name because I don't want idiots like you know trolling her. But I felt what she said with this tweet. 2017 was the last chance I had to watch the Dodgers win a World Series championship before my father passed away. This was the only thing my dad ever wanted. So before you tell someone it's just a sport, do us all a favor and shut the F up. I cleaned that up for her. Her name is Randy. And Randy, I feel you on that. So people are like, it's just a game. It's just sports. It's not just a game. How many times have you gone to a Super Bowl party and hung out with the people that are close to you that you love? Tell me. How many times did your team, you know, get closer during a championship game? Did you get together with friends? It means something to you. People identify themselves with their sports teams. It's like your gang, you know? I'm all about them Lakers. I'm all about them Dodgers. I'm all about them L.A. Kings. I'm all about them L.A. Chargers. Still funny to say that. That's my identity. That's who I roll with. That, that, that is who I'm down with. Raider fans, they identify themselves. The Dodgers are a part of my life. 88 was a big year. Brought me and my dad very close to each other for a short amount of time. I'm in the locker room in 2004 when they win the NL West against the Giants when Steve Finley hit that grand slam into the stands in the pavilions. I was there. I worked and traveled with the team. I live and die with every playoff win or loss. My inner circle, they know who they are. Huge Dodger fans. We would just get together, watch the games. Text each other during these World Series. We both, we, we all attended World Series games. I went game one, they went to game six, five or six. We love the Dodgers. Many, many a time I'm out there in the pavilion, hanging with the, the regular folk. Yes, and the essays and cholos out there, you know, some of them squabbing. That's just part of life. It's like the bleacher bums of Chicago. I wear my Dodger gear proudly. I own like 15 Dodger hats of different colors and whatnot. Plenty of Dodger gear. Been to Dodger Stadium over 500 times. Probably more than that. Some of it's work-related, yeah, but a lot of it's games. My grandfather and I used to watch baseball all the time. It brought us closer Closer together. So it's just the game, right? Just the game. Okay. Just the game. Get over it. No, I'm not going to just get over it. There's friends and families, like my friends, that were cheated out of a moment that one team actually played for without and did it the right way. And another team did everything they could to take it away from them without really using their natural ability and they had to get a one-up. Of course, every team tries to get a one-up. That's why they do scouting reports. You try to get advantages. But that's part of the game. 
That's part of the game with baseball. In all sports, they have scouts. They do reports. They do uh, analytics and whatnot. That's the right way to do it. It's not cheating. But when you're still in science, which all teams have done, and I'm sure the Dodgers have done it too, yes. It's just in-game cheating. But the Astros had to do this elaborate setup and, and banging trash cans and, and computers in certain rooms and, you know, Band-Aids that vibrated. So, like, if you're wearing a Band-Aid, you feel a vibration. Oh, it's a change-up. Bam, gone. Because some of these cats that hit home runs in this World Series for the Astros Sorry, asterisks. They don't deserve to be called their name. We're cheating. Altuve? Really? We're hitting dingers like all day long? I'm not saying he's good, but he had an advantage. And they're all part of it. So a lot of my friends cheated out. That girl that tweeted, Randy, had that moment with her dad. It's just a game. Move on, Jake. It's just a game. I had money set aside. I remember that night they lost. I was so bummed because I thought you garbage, and that's what I called him, you Darvish at the time, just gave it up. And I was mad at Dave Roberts. And I'm like, I know you Darvish had a hard time, but my God, like in a regular season, he was killing it. Why is he just giving it up in the playoffs and they're just launching on him in the World Series? Granted, he didn't have some of his best stuff, but I knew he wasn't that bad. But I'm still stung over game seven. Just a game. Move on. I worked with Vin Scully for two seasons. I grew up with Vin. Listening to him on the radio and on television. Vin is a huge part of my Southern California experience. And I'm a native uh, Southern Californian. Getting to know Vin, he's not big on certain things like this. He would never comment. And the Dodgers are too classy. They said we're not going to comment on any of it. So I'll comment for them. I don't give a damn. So my man Vin Scully, one of the greatest, nicest, most pure human beings on this planet. I wanted him to be able to be on that parade float going through Los Angeles. Waving to the crowd. Iconic man. That everyone loves in Los Angeles. We don't get to see that either. All because the team cheated and didn't do it the right way. That pisses me off thinking about it. It's just a game. Move on, Jake. It's just a game. Why are you crying? Stop crying. Yeah. Stop crying. Legacies were ruined. Kershaw was known as a choker throughout his whole playoff career. He got torched and lit up. You Darvish. Now, y'all know I've said it on record. If he was on fire on the side of a freeway, I wouldn't urinate on him to put the flame out. I've said it on record. And now I'm apologizing. I went hard on those guys because I was hurt. I was sad. So much so, all the money that I saved for championship gear, I went to the casino that night and lost it all. 
Didn't win a damn thing that night. But you, Darvish, got a lot, and I mean a lot of shit over this. To the point, Dodgers, he got, he, he, they chased him out of town, and he retreated to Chicago. Now, I'm going to be the first one to say this because a lot of other people are too chicken shit to say it. So, Clayton Kershaw, you, Darvish, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all the smack that I talked. I'm sorry for, you know, just blasting y'all on my podcast, saying all these crazy things about y'all, especially Darvish. I was really, I was really, really harsh on that man. He didn't deserve that especially after we, we know came out. But he has a sense of humor about everything. So he tweeted out, if the Dodgers are planning a 2017 World Series parade, I would love to join. So if that is in the works, can someone make me a you garbage jersey for me? <laughs> the man has a sense of humor about it. But in reality, he got chased out of Los Angeles because people like me, that love these Dodgers and sports writers and everybody else. Chased them out of town. Clayton Kershaw's already, I mean, he's over what happened against the Nationals. And a lot of people were pissed off at that. But that man should have at least one ring. Maybe two, and I'm going to get to that in a second. But they were cheated. Because this team cheated elaborate schemes on trying to it, it's, it's very elaborate their setup and they knew I mean buzzing band-aids my man David Vasse said that on Dodger Talk and on AM570 in LA and he's a very credible source and his sources are more credible than mine but I know David Vasse a long time used to work with him and whatnot. This is disheartening, man. And I'm very upset about it. Game 7 has stayed in my mind and my heart for a long time because I live and breathe these L.A. Dodgers. Just a game. When all else failed and everything was going hard and bad in my life, I had the Dodgers to lean on in the, in the World Series. That was my escape. And the people that love me know how much I love the Dodgers. And those are the same people that we were living and breathing and dying with this team. So when game seven happened, we were damn near in tears when all that was going on. Because we knew in our heart of hearts we won that World Series, man. And I'm like, I know Houston's good, but damn, it's as if they know what's coming up next. Because these guys were just like teeing off. And that Dodger team in 2017 was so damn unstoppable. Solid pitching, solid hitting, solid defense. I got to take back what I said to my homeboy, Dave Roberts. I mean, he does overmanage, and I think some of that's coming from upstairs. That's just my opinion. But he had to make moves. Because he couldn't figure out what the hell's going on. Like, how are these guys that we've done research on just all of a sudden just killing it in the World Series? Springer and Altuve and all those other cats. Come on, man. Come on, Houston. 
City of Houston, you're going to sit up here and tell me you could fully enjoy that World Series championship. Like, you could you, you could just sit there and tell me, hell yeah, we won. I don't give a damn what y'all say. I don't care if the city of Houston hates me after y'all hear this. Y'all can kiss my ass. I'm happy you brought the city together. That's cool. That's dope. That's all that. But they did it the wrong way, man. Y'all cheated. Y'all cheated. And if you got integrity, you can't feel good about that. But I know a lot of y'all won't. You know, but hey, enjoy your strip clubs, enjoy your steakhouses, and nonstop construction all over the city. Because that's all I see every time I've been to Houston. So I don't care if y'all don't have me back or want me to come or y'all want to you know, slap the hell out of me when you see me when I come there. I ain't going back. I ain't got no reason. So I don't give a damn if y'all hate me. Ban me from your city. I don't care. Your team cheated. And the only way to beat us is cheat us, right? But it's just a game, Jake. It's just baseball. Stop whining. Stop crying. Yeah. I also feel stupid. I spoke up on Alex Cora. Now, I'll say this. When I was with the team as an employee, Alex Cora was super nice to me. We talked a lot of Laker basketball because he's a Laker fan. And I would see him studying tape every single day in the clubhouse, no matter we were in L.A., San Francisco, Houston, Texas, when they were in the NL West. New York, that man was at the ballpark early and often. And I had no doubt in my mind he was a great bench coach and a damn good manager. But the way Houston and the way Boston teed off on the Dodgers, there's one connection. He came up with the elaborate scheme according to sources. Not my sources, sources. And it just so happens both teams that the Dodgers faced won a World Series. Hmm. Coincidence? I think not. And I spoke highly of this man. One of the few players that knew my name on a first-name basis and would be cool when we've had drinks and we actually broke bread together a couple times. He won't remember, but I will because it was huge to me. He's done a lot of nice things for his native country, Puerto Rico, and, and, you know, all that stuff. That's great. That's great. Whatever. But he's also a cheater. And I feel stupid for, you know, saying all these nice things about him. I was happy for him that he won and all this stuff. If we had to lose to somebody, it had to be somebody that was in the family with the Dodgers. And, you know, the man deserved it. He paid his dues and blah, 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 blah. I say to that now. Kiss my ass, Alex Cora. Cheating ass. Kiss it. <laughs> Sitting up here defending you and happy for you. You're a damn cheater. And I hope Major League Baseball comes down hard on you, brother. And they will because the Astros already said, man, well, you know, I mean, we did what we did. But look at Alex Cora. I mean, he won another World Series, and he had other. They threw his ass under the bus that quick. <laughs> it's funny when the empire comes crumbling down. 
You know, there's no honor amongst thieves. And the Astros made it clear that, you know, they washed their hands of all of it and they blamed the guy that ain't there no more. And he had a lot to do with it. Multiple people have said that. I'm sure others have piled on because they don't want that reflection on them. Just a game. Don't cry about it. Move on. No, I'm not going to move on. This is going to sting forever. And I won't feel good about it until we win a World Series for the Dodgers. The city of L.A. will never get over this. Especially when you know that they could have won the damn thing, but they were cheated out of it. Literally. I don't care if you think you're a diehard fan. If you're a diehard fan, you're going to be pissed off about this. Don't tell me move on. Don't tell me how to feel about it. I won't tell you, hey, man, you shouldn't just get over it that fast. If you get over it that fast, then congratulations. I'm happy for you. I've already gotten over it. I'm looking forward to 2020. Good. So am I. But the 2017 team was that good. Damn good. Imagine Dodger fans. They did it the right way, both teams. Dodgers outmatched them. I said it on record. The Dodgers and the the Asterisks are a great matchup for the Dodgers in the World Series. Because they even, like, smoked up, you know, Justin, Justin Verlander. Like, Dodgers were able to hit him. But guys that don't normally, and I get it, you know, a hero comes amongst us when things go down and, you know, big players step up in big situations. But it's like some of these guys, like, didn't do a damn thing in a regular season all of a sudden. Come on, man. Come on, man. Plain and simple, Houston, y'all cheated. And if we're going to blame a GM and we're going to blame a manager, and then they lose their jobs because the owner's trying to cover his ass, what about the players that were involved? What about the players that were involved? They were cheating, obviously. They were getting the signs. They were getting all the information. What happens to them? Because you see a manager and you see a GM get fired. And a year suspension. So when they get hired by somebody, they still got to serve that year. What about the players? They knew what was going on. They saw the signs. They were still in them. They knew what was coming next. How did they get us scot-free? How's that? This is as bad as Pete Rose gambling on baseball. Yeah, I said it. This is as bad as the White Sox or the Black Sox scandal where they rigged the games. Because baseball is all about integrity. Baseball is all about, you know, we do things the right way. We don't show up somebody when we hit a home run. They have all these unwritten rules. It's one thing I don't like about baseball. If you bean my guy, I'm going to bean you. If you hit a home run and you Cadillac, I'm going to throw it at your shoulders. Stupid stuff like that. But, yes, that's what gives baseball its charm. And it's the national pastime. And because they have unwritten rules that everyone knows about, that's what makes baseball baseball. 
So if you're gonna, sorry about that. If if you're gonna sit here and tell me that Pete Rose, the the all-time hit leader in baseball, had the most hits out of everybody in Major League Baseball, you're gonna sit here and tell me, yeah, he gambled on baseball. He never gambled against his team, and yes, he knew certain outcomes. He knew this, that, and the other, and it's wrong. You don't gamble on baseball, especially the team you you manage and all that stuff because you're messing with the integrity of the game. That man paid a hell of a price. Lifetime ban. But I'm sure he'd take the lifetime ban if he can get in the Hall of Fame, and he deserves to be there. And then the whole Black Sox scandal back was in 1919 or whatever. Come on, man. This is just as bad as that. Just as bad as that. I think of all the little kids that became baseball fans, especially in Southern California, because they saw the team that their mom and dad and their uncle and their grandfathers are watching, and they bonded over it. Now they have to realize they could have won that World Series championship. Because it was tainted. Them players deserve to get all that heat too. All of them. Every single one of them. They should be banned or at least suspended. And all those penalties, the, the, the fine, the $5 million, the draft picks, all that stuff. I personally think the Dodgers should get that money and the draft picks because they were the ones that got cheated. Just a game while you're crying over it. Then everybody's telling me, well, you want that ring? Hell no, I don't want the ring. You don't hand it to me now because on a technicality, no. Every player in that clubhouse would have said, we want to win it on the field, which <laughs> I think they did anyway. No, just vacate the championship. For the year 2017, there was no World Series winner. Confiscate them rings, melt them down, make something nice out of them. I said it, Houston, I don't care. Y'all don't deserve that World Series. Y'all don't deserve it because you cheated to get it. As a Dodgers fan, I don't want a ring now or a post-parade after all this happened. Do what's right, Major League Baseball. Strip them of the World Series title. But no, because they made a lot of money off of it. They're not going to do that. <laughs> Always comes down to the bottom line. So, yeah, I'm pissed off about it. Y'all don't understand what the Dodgers mean to me and the people that are close to me. The Dodgers are a part of our lives. We spend a good amount of time watching games on TV. We spend a lot of time at the ballpark. We buy the merchandise. Some of us are lucky enough to meet some of these players and take pictures. And we're excited about being around the team. When I call my friend and say, hey, you going to the game? Can I go with you or vice versa? Oh, you want to go to the game? Let's meet up. Yes. And we make it an event. When they came from Brooklyn, they had a huge following. Generations have seen this team play. Oh, you're being dramatic. Yeah, I don't care. Call it what you want. But this is me and this is how I feel. I don't care how you feel. You, you do your spiel. You get a podcast or you do it on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. And you say what you got to say. But I'm pissed off about it. A lot of people were cheated out of an experience. 
I barely remember the 88 World Series, but I do remember it because of what it meant to my dad and I. Now, you know, Laker championships, I've got to experience those as an adult, and it's a great feeling. But I would say this. I'm not going to poo-poo on those championship uh, moments and going to the parade, meeting Ice Cube and seeing Kobe in person and all that other stuff. But as a Dodgers fan, to win a World Series, oh my God, as an adult, all the stuff I could buy now and I could go to the parade without any restrictions because I'm grown, I could do what I want. That opportunity to be with my close friends that are Dodger fans and watch the game on TV or be fortunate enough to see it in person, jump up and down, hugs, high fives, kisses, all that stuff. Getting drunk and then just celebrating the whole damn night. In 2017, that was our time. I felt it in my heart. I felt it in my heart. That was our year. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. I'm not saying the Dodgers would have swept. I said six games. I said six games. That was our moment. That was our year. And that was the time we were supposed to celebrate. And it was just not happening. Damn, the Astros are this good, really? I'm not taking away from the moments that, well, I don't even know. I, I can't take away from it because I really don't know if they were cheating the whole time, some of the time, part of the time, but they cheated. So it's all tainted. So the city of Houston, y'all can go ahead and celebrate that asterisk that y'all got, that fake-ass championship. Go ahead. Y'all don't try and rub it in our faces. But y'all had to cheat us to beat us. A lot of people were cheated out of a lot of great moments. But move on, Jake. It's 2020. Stop talking about it. Stop crying. There's no crying in baseball. I didn't cry when they lost, but I was very heated. There was nothing anyone could say or anything anyone could do after that Game 7 loss. My stomach was hurting. My chest was hurting. I felt dejected. So like I said, went to the casino, lost money, was more mad. Stayed up all night long trying to figure out how the hell the Astros beat the Dodgers. Literally all night long. Went to work. Everybody, oh man, I'm sorry. I don't know how that happened. You Darvish was great when the, he came to the Dodgers. And then he gets teed off on like that. And Dave Roberts got criticized like that. And Kershaw, yeah, you know, he never did a lot in the playoffs, but it just didn't seem right. And now we know the truth. Now we know the truth. So there's nothing from here on out that the Houston Astros could do that can convince me that they earned that damn World Series championship. And Lord forbid, this season when they go on the road, oh, man, they are going to hear it from every opponent's fan base. And when they come to L.A. or Anaheim, I know the Dodger fans are going to make that trip to Anaheim. Yeah, I said it. I'll disrespect the Angel fans. I don't care. <laughs> this is to my friends that like, oh, giving me a hard time about being upset. Dodger fans are going to go to Anaheim, and they're going to make sure 
those cheating ass asterisks are going to hear their voices. And rightfully so. Hell, if anyone want to go with me, I'll spend the money and make my trek, uh, make the trek to Anaheim, 30 miles from my house, and boo them punk ass asterisks. Now, I'm going to land this plane. I'm going to wrap it up because at this point, nobody really cares. I probably lost some audience on this. But if you're a hardcore Dodger fan like I am, you should be just as pissed as I am. And I hope you enjoyed this spew that I had. And I'm going to let it go after this episode. It's still going to be in my heart, and I'm still going to say what I want to say about it. But I'm going to try not to be as passionate anymore about this subject because it's not going to bring a World Series back to Los Angeles. It's not going to bring that ring that we are all wanting to see on the player's fingers. It's not going to bring any joy or reverse anything. It is what it is, and it's reality. They cheated. They got their rings. They got their trophies. And they did it all the wrong way. I'm pretty proud of myself. I didn't yell. I didn't. I wasn't as mad as I was in the video. Because <laughs> I'm, you know, sometimes you got to be mature about things. But I put off and delayed my podcast that I had set aside because it was that important to me. Just straight talking for 30 plus minutes and that's it. That's how passionate I am about my Dodgers. So don't tell me how to act or feel. When I know for a fact this team cheated to beat my squad. Don't tell me how to act. Don't tell me how to feel about it. Don't tell me move on. It's not your place. And it's not your right to say that. If you want to move on, you want to be good about it and say, well, this is 2020, man. On to the next. That's you. And yes, we have to move on because that's just how life is. You move on. And you know, don't cry over spilled milk and all them stupid things that everybody has to say. But Major League Baseball needs to do the right thing. Vacate the World Series title for Houston. And if you're a Houston fan and you disagree with everything I have to say about it and you honestly can sit there and say, I don't care. We won. I don't care. You're whack. (laughs) You're whack. That whole city can kiss my ass if that's how you feel. I don't care if I'm never welcome back there again. Wasn't the biggest fan of the city to begin with. So keep your little dusty ass, stank ass, cheating ass World Series championship. Our fan base could hold our heads up high and say we did everything the right way. Now, if something came out with the Dodgers and something like this, I'd be the first one to blast them. My allegiance is not that blind. So know that. If the Dodgers went through the same thing, I would renounce, like <laughs> Prince Harry renounced his throne. I'll, uh, you know, coming to America, Eddie Murphy, I denounce my throne. I would denounce the World Series championship if it was the same thing. And I put that on my, on my life, I would say that. Because I don't want to get it by cheating. I want to win it on the field. And I know the players feel the same way. (sighs) I guess I got to go to work now. (laughs) So thank you all for listening to the Big Brother Jake podcast. New episode is coming in the next day or two. Uh, I have a great lineup. 
uh, I got some some great people. That's a lot of things in the music industry. It's going to be very music heavy. And I don't want to give it away. I will advertise it. But this is for the Dodger fans that feel hurt and cheated by what went down. This is for y'all. I'll be your voice. It hurts to lose. It hurts more to know that we could have beat them the right way and didn't because they cheated. So, Houston, your credibility shot. There's nothing you can say or do from here on out that can qualify anything that y'all do because it's tainted. All is forgiven, but it's tainted. So enjoy that tainted-ass World Series championship. All right. I'm done with this. Tune into the next episode of Big Brother Jake Podcast this week. Where we have featured my man, Steve Scorsese, the man that put together my promo. We talk about hip-hop videos then and now. My man, legendary underground rapper Michael Myers, talking about the game and how it's changed. An up-and-comer, you know, I have an OG, then I have a, a young up-and-comer by the name of Afro. He's been on a Tonight Show. He's been in movies. And this kid's worked with some of the most legendary hip-hop artists. I interviewed all three of them. It's going to be a great show, according to me. (laughs) So until then, which is later this week, I say to you and yours, Go Dodgers forever. And... You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast.